This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for April 4th, 2011, episode 12. Hey, did you hear that Dragon Force song came out as DLC? Welcome to another episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast, the only dedicated Rock Band Network podcast that you can find in iTunes. I am your host, Mistaken, joined as always by my co-host, Sound Defense. Hey, Internet, guess what? Uh, the what? what? You are now aware of your blinking. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be aware of blinking for the rest of the day. Yeah. I usually manage to forget about it in five minutes, but some people just go crazy about it. Yeah, well, hopefully none of those people are listening to this. Yeah, well, at least at least I thought up something beforehand this time. Thank God. Actually, I like I like watching you fall over yourself sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure you do. It's always fun. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyway, sound offense. How have you been? Uh, I've been doing pretty good. I've been pretty busy. I've had less time to play rock band than I would like, but I've started making. Uh, hand cam videos for the first time, which is awesome. really cool. Well, if you did find time to play rock band, you know, there's this band that came out recently oh, yeah? through well, the official DLC band? chain. Um, this band would be referred to as, uh, I was going to try and say it in Spanish, but I don't know how, Dragon Force. Drag- El Dragon Force. <laughs> That's basically what I was going to say. Anyway, yes, there was Dragon Force DLC. Why are we talking about it on a Rock Band Network podcast? Because some of the authoring is crazy. <laughs> It's 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 worth discussing the authoring because holy cow! Oh they they pull zero punches on this, and why I think it's important is because as authors, we sort of have to look for harmonics to give us sort of ideas of what current standards are. Correct? Yeah, yeah. It's like whenever they do something in their official DLC, it sort of acts as precedent for anything that might be in the Rock Band Network. Precisely. And I'm not gonna go and claim any like overcharting bullshit. I don't care. I gotta no. censor that out. <laughs> um, I'm not here to. I'm not here to uh, claim overcharting, but I will say that they just pull absolutely no punches on the guitar chart. They've been known in the past to underchart, and yeah. I've sort of felt like you know a little bit of pressure on me for like super hard stuff to be like, eh, maybe we'll make it a little bit easier. But clearly, things have changed at harmonics. They do not care anymore. Yeah. This is. This is. They. They. Everything they heard, and maybe things they imagined they heard, have been made their way into this song somehow. Yes, these two songs specifically: "Through the Fire and the Flames" and "Operation Ground and Pound." Like I, I can't, I, I can't help but think that it's even <sighs> "Through the Fire and Flames" is even harder in Rock Band than it was in Guitar Hero Three. Well, I mean, the sense I get. It depends on your interpretations of certain things. You know, it's harder. To, most people, I think, would probably agree that it's harder. Um, a lot of people are saying that the Smash Hits version is still the hardest to FC because it has a lot of weird tapping stuff oh, yeah. that the Rockman one does not have. But anyway, so it sets interesting precedence for us to basically author to the chart as much as we can. Yeah, it it, ma- it makes me wonder if like this is like permission to do this for any song we want, or is this something that should just be done on like special occasions? That's what I was wondering too. Sort of the the sort of songs that are like, well, this is kind of final tier everything, so we should probably 
make this final tier everything based you know yeah it's it's like i don't know if i would author one of our andromeda keys songs the same standard as we would some other song right that is interesting um and moving changing lanes just a little bit talk about drums for a second (laughs) the dragon force songs they have really fast kicks in that song uh, i I, mean I, i did not expect that at all i I feel like maybe I should have, but I th- I thought it would be much more straightforward, like in uh, the Guitar Hero version. Right. I'm I'm interested if I have not looked this up, but they might be the fastest kicks in quad fills in the game. Um, uh, that's not a stat I keep track of. Right. I am a nerd, so I do. <laughs> well, but know, it, these, these sort of stats can be fun. Ridiculous! It's insane. Like, um, I believe they're talking about Aesthetics of Hate has a similar pattern to. Through the fire and flames, sort of like that thing. Yeah. Yeah. But aesthetics of hate is undercharted. They do not chart the second pedal. Oh. But aesthetics of hate's only 10 BPM faster. That's what I was expecting was them to omit the second pedal, but as me as well. And I'm interested if if it is sort of like well that 10 BPM is so important, or if harmonics is just shifted entirely to we're going to author this as, as close to double bass as possible. But we're gonna cut back on the stuff that's super, super ridiculous. <laughs> yes, stuff that you literally will not do without that second pedal. Yeah, stuff that basically stuff that would fail you if you did not have two pedals, yeah. as opposed to stuff that you will just miss if you don't have two pedals. Yes, yeah, st- stuff that will cause you pain if you don't have two pedals. <laughs> right. Because that song causes me pain when I try to play it. No. Well, this... I I can't comment because I haven't tried it yet, but I'm excited to. S- seriously, you you need to give it a try because like. <laughs> Like I I can do those double kicks pretty pretty well, but not for like an extended period of time. It's like it uh, is a put, it is they are both around seven minute songs, so yeah, it's with I very can't little do let that up for so long. And basically, I and when I made a video of it, I would have to just not do the second pedal except for when overdrive was concerned. I had to just save my leg, or else I would just die. That's fair. Um. So besides all the authoring stuff that's happened, you know, with the Dragon Force stuff coming out and everyone freaking out, mm-hmm. recently there was an announcement on the creators forums that Rock Band Network songs will no longer be able to be purchased through Xbox.com. That is a real shame for me because I would I always used Xbox.com myself. And it's it's, it's kind of interesting. I've actually never used it to purchase a Rock Band Network song, really? except except my own. I believe I actually purchased that through. The reason I would use Xbox.com is because it was more reliable in having them actually up on time. Well, uh, like on time in quotation marks, like <laughs> on on time, like like I remember several instances in the past where it would be like 2 p.m. that day of release, and the songs would still not be visible for me on the store. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a mixed bag, I guess. Um, the official. I'm trying to find the official quote that they said. The official um, explanation. Or? Yes, the official explanation. There. All right. Here it is. Uh, their agreement with Microsoft stated that Rockman Network songs should be available for purchase in the game and not through the Xbox.com store. For whatever reason, just you know, the sort of deal that got signed by Harmonix and Microsoft stated that they would be sold through the store. That's rather um, mysterious. Yeah, and I guess for whatever reason, that just didn't happen when Rock Band Network 1 was around, but since 2's coming out, 
and you know they have a chance to fix it. I'm sure Microsoft was like, "Hey, how about fixing that glitch that happened before?" <laughs> so uh, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. So just, I I just hope that you know I don't have to worry about being able to find the songs that I want to find on the days they come out. I really don't think finding them in the store is that hard, though. Well, it's it's not f- finding them that's hard so long as they're there, but. They're, like when the Rock by Network first came out, they weren't always there when they were supposed to be. I don't know. I haven't. I don't. I guess I don't really look for stuff on days they come out typically, except for official DLC. So I guess I'm not quite so bothered by it. Quick anecdote, anecdotal evidence: when I was advertising my two songs that came out, mm-hmm. um, I always used the same Bitly link, you know, bit.ly. Yeah. Um, and you can track how many people click through. Uh, both of my songs have sold. In the hundreds, you know, two to three hundred, yeah. but I only have only have about seventeen to twenty clicks for both songs. Really? So uh, the majority of my purchases came through the in-game store, I would assume, or someone got to the <laughs> got to the uh, marketplace online through a different way, through some way other than me. Yeah, through Google. That's like on my videos. Whenever I play a Rock by Network song, I always used to host a direct link to the purchase link to the trial. Right. And that's what I did when I advertised mine. But again, I only got less than, you know, sub sub 40 clicks for both of them. So so, so I guess just not a bit very big demographic then. Basically. And that's what they were saying is sort of like, well, we'd fight for it to keep it, but there's no reason for us to because most people don't buy through that. That's so the, we'd be, waste, we'd be wasting... Yeah, we'd be wasting time and money on it, basically. It's unfortunate to see it go, you know, it's less functionality, but uh it is ultimately I think very minor. I don't know about you. Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's not a huge deal, but I, know, I just I just hope that the ball is not dropped as far as the store goes. Right, absolutely. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the store will be fine. I mean it, it, I have not had a problem with the store personally. I've got almost all of my Rock Band Network songs through that, so back from that break as of this recording we do not have any new rock band network 2.0 songs out there are some rock band network 2.0 songs out i believe blue was the first one yeah by eiffel 65 i remember picking that one up that one's great yeah so they're coming they're just they're not out yet so yeah this by week the, by the time this podcast uh, hits itunes there will be a new song from us available on the store Yes, uh, barring nothing bad. <laughs> yes, barring any crashes and burning, and planes falling from the sky and such. Um, so this week we're going to rush through a bunch of all our old Rock Band Network 1.0 songs that came out. You know, in the in the big, I don't know what you want to call it, throw out of all of our songs. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I'd, the only word I can think of is rush, and that doesn't really seem. Uh, yeah, maybe. If, if it doesn't seem. It doesn't give it the right emphasis. It's not right. a rush so much as it is like a landslide. Yeah, a landslide's good. So yeah, landslide. anyway, songs, they all came out. And <laughs> this week, uh, I'm going to kick it off with a song called Enemy by Stop the World. You're so 
And that was a taste of Enemy by Stop the World. Sound Defense, give me what you think. Ah, I like listening to that song. That's a... I don't know, it's... Shit. I, I, had, I had thoughts. I, you I had thoughts and you I lost them once I put you on the spot. Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I, I knew you were going to put me on the spot because you always do, but it's just like... Hey, it's what I, I do, thoughts, man. and then I didn't anymore. But <laughs> it's a pretty not, it's it's a pretty cool sort of, you know, main, like, I, I guess I could call it mainstream rock song. Yeah, it's pretty mainstream rock, I think. Doesn't and make it bad or anything of the sort, of course. But. I, don't, I don't use mainstream to mean bad. I never have. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah. But it's, 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 it's nice to listen to. It's, it's, you know, it's got a nice... I think I really like the verses on drums a lot because they use toms, because uh, they use toms oh, yeah. quite honestly. <laughs> yes, just uh, not really drum rolls, but it's just like you know drum sounds come into play very often, and it sounds very cool. Yeah, uh, I'm almost appreciative of bands that will use toms and verses to sort of give a more subdued theme, uh, as opposed to just writing on a hi hat. Yeah, it, it gives sort of like an ominous sound. Yeah, it. and I think it works really well in this song. Um, I would say that none of the instruments are really all that difficult, probably. Not particularly, no. It's it's pretty middle of the road as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But I think it is a cool song to listen to. One probably fun to sing, maybe. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think so. There there are certain parts that I really like listening to as far as the vocals go. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just sort of a nice. I don't want to call it a chill out song. It's not really, but <laughs> uh, just sort of an easier song to just have fun and rock out to. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what I notice is that uh, the bass line is like not particularly difficult, but it does move all over the place, and it sounds cool. Right. It is. It is. Uh, it sort of follows the guitar a lot more than following sort of the, the drummer. It's. It's a lot more. Uh, it's not a lot more lead focused as opposed to rhythm focused. Yeah, and it moves a lot around all over the place, so you're not going to be stuck just dr- strumming the one thing over and over, which is good. Right. It's not uh, so what you want. <laughs> Or uh, silver, or whatever, whatever really easy bass songs come to my mind. <laughs> um, sound defense. What's your first song for me this week? Uh, my first selection is a song called "I Got a Ride" by Sam Morris. That song was I Got a Ride by Sam Morrison. Uh, what did you think of that one, Mistaken? That song's awesome. It's got that sort of like, I don't want to say biker feeling, just sort of like America. Yeah, <laughs> this song makes biker me... feeling? That's the first thing I was going to say. Okay. I was just going to say it makes me think of America. And I don't know if that guy's American, but I will assume he is <laughs> for the yeah. sake that I don't look stupid. That does sort of uh, invoke feelings of that American rebel spirit that we got, you know. Right. That's it's, how we roll. It's sort of that classic uh classic rock in the style of gosh, I've forgotten like all the songs that use the style, but um I'm you sure know the sample will help. Me of, uh, uh, Been a long time by Led Zeppelin. Mm, that's a good that's a good comparison. Yeah, especially um, the uh guitar solo. Yeah. Uh God, 
you can't think of the thing I'm trying to think of, but whatever. Um, I would say this is probably a really good vocal song, primarily. I think I I think so too. It's I don't know, it just makes and it feel like rough and tough. Yeah, and a great like Vox Tar song specifically, I think, because it's just got that sort of like you know play normal stuff while I'm singing, and then there's this guitar solo that's not super crazy but it's still fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So the like the guitar stuff for most of the songs just like you know jamming on chords, moving around a little bit. So, mm-hmm. but it all you know yeah. it all fits, it all molds together well. Um, just get and great use of motorcycle samples. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was very well done, I think. Yeah, uh, but it, it, it's a really cool song. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to bring out about it? Uh, this an interesting point. This song, if you go uh, online to the store or to our Rhythm Authors website, uh, the song's listed as "I Got a Ride 2010," which is kind make- of interesting. Yeah, it would make you think that it's probably a re-recording or... Yeah, that's that's like the standard re-recording notation for Rock Band. It means that this was when the song was last recorded. Or maybe he just has to ride 2010 times. Yeah, or I've, <laughs> I've got to ride until it's 2010. Well, unfortunately, I guess he's done riding. <laughs> yeah, I guess he can stop now. Maybe. Uh, until I got to ride 3010 comes out. Oh, boy. That'll be quite a ride. <laughs> that will be quite a ride. Anyway, moving on. Uh, my next song is titled What's a Man to Do by Double Shot. That was just a taste of What's a Man to Do by Double Shot. Pretty much a bluesy song. Sound Offense, what do you think about the blues? The blues, I love the blues. I don't have the blues, but I love listening to the blues. How can you love the blues? That sounds like a contradiction. You you can love (laughs) the blues. I mean, listen to this song and you will love the blues. Fair enough. What what about this makes you love the blues? Uh, but it's... I don't know, just... It rocks, man. It's... (laughs) Just, oh, this great old school blues rock that just, you know, hits that sort of primal music part of your brain. Definitely. It's got a really, really punchy bass to it. It's a very uh, punchy bass. Uh, great, great guitar solo in the middle. Yeah, fantastic guitar solo. You know, nice, really strong, strong chorus, I feel. Yeah, the, yeah, the chorus, it's, yeah. Sound Defense struck so strongly by the blues that he cannot bring uh, himself to talk. I've, I've been blindsided by the blues. <laughs> That's actually the name of my uh, upcoming blues album, Blindsided by the Blues. Blindsided by the Blues, <laughs> I think I agree. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're, looking to, if you're looking for the song, definitely, I think, guitar um, and probably even bass, really, really strong showing. Yeah, ba- bass, it's, yeah, it's very prominent in the song, not only... In an audio respect, but it's like the previous song. It's moving, you know, a lot all over the place. It's very much not the previous song, but the one before that, an enemy. Right. Um, definitely has that sort of like, all right, I'm on green, and right now I'm going up, and now I'm coming back down, and now I'm doing other stuff. It's like it's busy. It's very busy bass. I was here, but now I was there. <laughs> exactly. Um, and the guitar solo, as you said, really good, and the rest of the guitar work is all strong. 
Um, so definitely, if you're a guitarist, I think this is a good one to look into. Oh yeah. Sound Defense. What do you got for me now? My next song. It is a tune by a group called The Breakdown. This is Peace of Mind. In the deepest places, some say it's forbidden. It's a wisdom that I see, and there ain't no limit. I'm the master of the brain, so the sky is the limit. And I scope these walls, even though it's sacred. And when the mind is willing, you know what to That song we just heard was Peace of Mind by The Breakdown. Staken, do you have any thoughts on that song? That song is funky. That was, yes, funky is the only appropriate word to describe <laughs> this song. And I, was, uh, I was commenting on how, just how great the wah effect is on the guitar. Yeah. Throughout the entire song, basically. It's just got that, that great There's such a great, great strong rhythm with you know, this wah accent to it. That's really powerful. Very cool stuff. And we were, we were also talking about, you know, how punchy the bass is. Like, mm. it's a very cool bass line, but sometimes this this bass note will come out of nowhere, be like, bam. Yeah, it's it like was... bass note hits you in the face. <laughs> yeah, so, so like some sort of Victor Wooten slamming his thumb against the bass <laughs> string, breaking it sort of thing. Yeah, it was very, uh, just very good. Uh, side note, Victor Wooten played near here, and I almost went to it. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, yeah I didn't have the money. <laughs> I would have gone to that in a heartbeat. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, great stuff. You were commenting on the drums at one point. Oh yeah, the the drums they're they're ridiculous. They're <laughs> very cool. They're they're difficult. It's a very unorthodox and difficult pattern to play. And a lot of really comp like I don't know. I get, yeah, there's that one super complex fill, and then there's a couple just sort of moderately complex ones throughout. I think. Yeah, the fills aren't terrible, but just well, the basic goings on of the drums. Just, you know, mm. bass pedals everywhere, <laughs> notes everywhere. It's very swing heavy. You know, it's got a very swing feel to it. If you can, oh, yeah, uh, it does. If you can play to a swing beat, you can probably hold your own, but it's still going to be tough for you. Yeah, uh, uh, mistaken, I guess, due to, te- due to technical issues, wasn't able to hear the vocals, but. I heard the start of the vocals. <laughs> well, uh, you've. Heard pretty much all the vocals. Then I guess there's a, there's a bit of you know a, a rap section going on inter, intermixed with some uh, melodic vocals from the main singer. It all goes very well together. The mix of all the instruments right. makes something that I think is more than the sum of its parts. Definitely a lot like So Fine with the mixing of the vocals, but I think a little bit unlike So Fine that I can remember. I feel like they mix the rapping and the 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 singing on top of one another a lot more. Did you did you think that too, or in in this song? Yes, in this song. Yeah, I th- I think so. I think there's a a bit more crossing over going on, and you even have the rapper singing at some points, which you didn't have in So Fine. Right. Very interesting. It's a great track. Definitely, definitely worth looking into. Um, oh, yeah. Especially if you I, like funky. Funky. <laughs> I love funky. In fact, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to go download that song, and I might make a video of it. Nice. And I will probably watch that video. <laughs> Um, uh, moving forward and changing pace entirely, well, <laughs> I have a track by After the Burial called Aspiration.
and that was Taste of Aspiration by After the Burial. Sound Defense, this is the only metal song we're doing this week. What did you think? What I, th- what I think when I first uh, loaded it up, I thought, did I download the wrong song? <laughs> it does have a very, it, it's very atypical of the After the Burial stuff that I came it's, to know based on Berserker. Yeah, it's it was like, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to put in words. It's like if you mixed After the Burial with a different song that I can't think of at the moment, but it's, <laughs> it's it's sort of like a softer take on the thing. Like like if you can imagine Alien Ant Farm's movies, it's sort of like the same dichotomy going on here. <laughs> well, I think uh, it is very different. It starts with a very clean opening and then sort of gets to the sort of heavy metal stuff later on. Yeah. So but, uh, and I feel like uh, After the Burial sort of has a very strong harmonized guitar lead thing going on most of the time. And this song is very rhythm focused. Yeah, very sort much of so. A lot of uh, guitar and bass just chugging along with the drums. Right, and at really complex rhythm, sort of like periphery esque almost. I would say. Yeah, this this is something that will definitely mess me up when I try to play it, just because of that drum beat. Yeah, I would definitely say, far and away, drums are the hardest on this track, mm, without a doubt. Yeah, these yeah. are devil tier drums, no but question. with no blast. So if you're interested in really complex rhythms without any blasting, uh, Aspirations is interesting. I've never really liked blasting, but I've always liked complex stuff. So right. Maybe this uh, is the song for me. And a pretty sweet guitar solo. You know, not to be outdone. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's true. It's it's like in the middle of the chugging, suddenly you've got uh, Skittles and Jolly Ranchers flying <laughs> at you all over the place. Yes, now I want Jolly Ranchers. You're very not nice when we do these. <laughs> Do you have any more thoughts on uh, aspirations um, before moving on? I suppose not. The inst- instruments are all, you know, fairly straightforward in you know our descriptions of them. There's, you know, gu- guitar and bass. They sort of follow right along the same lines, and the drum is sort of playing along with those as well. The vocals, you know, they're standard uh, screaming after the burial vocals, but it's very interesting to hear him do that in this particular song. It sounds like it's sort of out of place. Sometimes, definitely, because it is um, sort of so rhythm-focused, and his vocals are not quite so rhythm-focused. It's a bit not of a dichotomy. Really. It's it's an interesting song to listen to. Um, what are you going to take us out on, on Fence? I'm going to close this podcast off with a song by Bulletproof Messenger. This is Lose It All. That last song was Lose It All by Bulletproof Messenger. Mistaken? Do you have any thoughts on that one? I'm yawning. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, Bulletproof Messenger, again showing that they know how to make rock music correctly. <laughs> yes, that that is very well done rock music right there. Mm-hmm. And like when you listen to it, you might not. I definitely, I know I didn't think that like, well, this doesn't sound that complicated. But guitar and bass just go this entire time yeah it's 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 just straight uh jamming just like uh, it's it's not like particularly complex or difficult but it's just full steam ahead the whole time and it's but it is all over the neck 
That, that's true on both instruments, actually. All over the neck. It's not just like a chord fest or anything like that. Um, it, it's really interesting, and I think that that really stands out. Um, I really like the vocals, of course, because their vocalist is just really good. Yes, very, very well done. Uh, not not just well sung vocals, but you know, well written, well timed vocals. The way that uh, like vocals sometimes will jump in right as all the instruments back off. Mm-hmm, definitely, uh, very powerful. Um, think uh, anything on drums that really caught your eye? The intros, the disco flip, and that's kind of cool. Besides that, yeah, um, generally, I, I'm not sure. The the song as a whole, it's mostly. Uh, like you know, riding on a cymbal, playing the snare, and then you know the the bass is kind of heavy, relatively heavy for a song of this caliber. I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. There's a extended double bass section that's not too tough. You can definitely pull it off, but uh, that is in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is gonna take a little bit more uh, foot stamina than I think so- some people might be used to. Maybe, perhaps, uh, but definitely great song to look into. I think. Absolutely. Uh, this it's it's one of those rare songs that it's a lot of fun to play without being needlessly complicated. Absolutely. Uh, been bulletproof, mes- bulletproof messenger. Let's not fall over my words. <laughs> is uh is such a good. It's so good at what they do. I think. They are def- definitely look into everything they've got on the network because it's all worth listening to. another episode of the rhythm authors podcast if you want to know more about rhythm authors you can check out our website at www.rhythmauthors.com you can follow us on twitter at, at rhythm authors and you should subscribe to the podcast in itunes because that's where i would like you to subscribe because that's what will give us the most um feedback and and exposure and if you have more questions about the rock band network you can check out rockbandnetwork.com or creators.rockband.com one of those i think i i I'm convinced the RockBandNetwork.com leads there. <laughs> I think I've, I don't know. I've never actually tried it. That, yeah. that's we'll experiment on this and get back to you guys. Yes, eventually, eventually we'll wind up there. But uh, continue. Anyhow, uh, if you're interested in me and/or the stuff I do, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at, at the Sound Defense. You can check out my YouTube videos at Sound Defense RB. You can also take a look at some of my writing at Crack.com, Nintendo Gal, and Gamer TV Network. And if you're interested in following myself, you can uh, find me on Twitter at, at Mistaken, follow me on YouTube, YouTube at uh, Mistaken as well, or check out my original music on Mistaken.Bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. Sound Defense. That took forever to do the outro, and it was really bad, but... We've come to the conclusion of another episode, so... Yes, we have. We should say bye. 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 (laughs) And that concludes... Things. That concludes your talking. <laughs>
And that brings us to a close. To a close. Brings us to a close. Brings us to the close. The close. I think maybe I should just stick with conclude. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. And that terminates another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Terminates. It's coming up with more words that mean the end of. All right. That concludes another episode of the Rhythm Authors. My roommate's jiggling keys. No, no, I think you're right. This is a Rhythm Authors podcast. (laughs) My roommate distracted me. All right. Uh, Okay. And that concludes another episode of the Rhythm Authors. Oh my god! Take six. (laughs) This is so bad. And that concludes another episode of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. If you want to... F- how do I close this? I don't remember anymore. If you want to follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Talk iTunes. about Twitter. Talk about the website. I have it written down even. All right. Ah. Deep breath.